Last week's podcast title at Green Week for Nasdaq was indeed correct. Nasdaq up more than 2% last week, but it was mainly driven by a few companies. Overall, the major part of the companies were actually having a bad week, causing the amount of buy signals to fall even further. That may very well brew for good buying opportunities, and I will peek into some of them during the podcast. But last week's bet in the $1,000 challenge into Hawaiian Electric, that one went really sideways. I was trying to bottom fish uh, Hawaiian Electric, but a few downgrades, and especially the downgrade on uh, aftermarket on Thursday, caused a huge fall in Hawaiian Electric on Friday, leaving a loss, a total loss for the $1,000 challenge at more than 30% as we speak. Will we be able to dig us up from this grave? More insights at the end of the podcast. It is week 35. You're listening to Trading Tips with Jim, a podcast uh, supported by StockInvest.us. The one place you want to go if you want good graphs, you want some AI analysis, and you in general want a good overview over what is happening in the market, and especially your stock. So. Have a look at stockinvest.us. I guess most of you already are users, regular users of the page. Last week, I told you all eyes will be uh, by the end of the week, uh, Fed's uh, and Pobbles speak. And uh, as I told you, he just confirmed everything I said. Interest rates will most likely go up, meaning that uh, the inflation will continue to go up meaning that the interest rates also will go up. No news if you're listening to this uh, podcast because I've been telling you that story over and over again, how things will evolve and the pain is far from um, going away anytime soon. And on Thursday, we will have uh, uh, personal consumer expenditure numbers. This will give a new insight into the inflation. It's expected to be 4.2% 12 months over 12 months. Uh, with an increase of 0.2% from last week. But this number is excluded food and energy. And as you know, as I told you, energy will just continue upwards. Uh, Combine this with geopolitical issues. The food prices will also continue upwards. The inflation is not going away uh, anytime soon. In my view, it might be if things really change geopolitically, it might be that things will start to ease up in 2024. But before that, there will be, in my opinion, much more uh, increase in interest rates and they really start to hurt. Uh, We see them somewhere to the end consumer around 7%. This just keep crawling upwards and that takes a toll on the housing market. So if you are into stocks related to housing market, maybe think uh, how solid that will be because the cracks are really coming fast uh, in that industry. And I think that we will see some huge falls. We see the prices have stagnated and some places are starting to fall. And I think that will just be a, a rapid escalating thing. First uh, in the business uh, rental space, then the private housing market. And that, given opportunity, when things get really hammered, of course, it will be a buying opportunity, but it may also lead to another uh, fall in the stock market. So keep an eye on the housing market and how it is moving, how it's handling the increasing interest rates. 
But that is not only the housing markets, because most companies today, because of the very good stock markets over many, many years, uh, have made business, uh, getting business. They are running for full engines, meaning they are using most uh, of the debt as capital. They are paying huge dividends. They are dividend kings in all matters that we can speak of. Uh, but the main engine is run by debt. Now, if you have a situation where income is going down, your debt is high, interest rates is going up, your debt is getting more costly, that one can turn very ugly, very, very fast for many companies. You can check out financial data um, to see the debt ratio of your uh, company. Uh, but they already said that in many, many of the quarter results, they have emphasized these things uh, in the commentaries, especially. So it's not hitting uh, the balance sheet so hard yet, but it's increasing every single day. And I think that we'll see a huge shift uh, where solid companies with good, uh, solid cash balance sheets will outperform those who are just running on gearing, meaning they have high, high debt, uh, and depending on uh, what sort of business they're in, profit, margin, profit margins are being squeezed as we speak. That brings me just to a very, very small lesson, because very often you hear that the market is overpriced, is underpriced, and then the stock market fall 20%, and you hear that it's still overpriced, and you wonder how is this? It's uh, mainly based on price earnings so it's a stock price related to the earnings and the earnings are being hammered from many uh, angles not only inflation uh, but buying power is going down uh, on top of this many companies are actually struggling with stealing it's a phenomenon especially for us uh, has I think I saw that you had to go back all the way to the 90s to see such bad numbers of stealing uh, as a part of the end profit results. Some shops are reporting that uh, every tenth of their items are being stole, uh, stolen and many are taking huge measures. They are removing items which uh, people like to steal, putting it behind the counter. All of these things uh, is... Uh, putting a hurdle on their business, meaning that the profit margins are being squeezed. The revenue is going down, uh, the profit margins being squeezed, never a good combination. Many factors uh, contributing uh, to all of this, but one thing that is keeping very good up is the job numbers. I've been expecting these to fall for months and months, but they remain stubborn and strong. Good thing, uh, many says that the numbers is not accurate because it's how you calculate them and the revised versions are always worse, but there is no doubt that the job market is still strong. This week there will be job numbers also on Thursday and all eyes will be on the job numbers. If the job numbers, uh, and in this case I'm speaking about the job uh, jobless claims, are increasing, stock market will take that as a good sign if they remain tight job market will just uh, the stock market will just anticipate more uh, interest rates increase and take it negative so that's another number of, on thursday so thursday is really coming out good in terms of news 
But before that, early this week, uh, there will be a few interesting. Best Buy will have their numbers. This is in the line of Costco, uh, etc. A number that you should follow, and especially the commentaries, is very important. Gives a huge insight in how economy is moving. Another company on Tuesday, which I look forward to, is NIO. And uh, maybe you remember I told you when uh, EV and NIO was down at $7. Just buy it. I did it myself. It went up to $15. I was able to sell. I said I would buy back around $12. I did. NIO continued downwards. It was down to $10, some $20. But looking at the charts, uh, and you do not know exactly where the bottom is. You just want to do an accumulation. You sell a little higher and you buy a little bit more shares when it falls down. But looking at some charts, I think there is a huge buying opportunity in EV again. I think it might be a very good week for EV. That uh, includes uh, Tesla. Look, I had a look at the Tesla chart this morning and it was looking good. So I think these are ready for a rebound and I think more money will be pounded into the industry. I think it's a good place to be. Uh, EV, as I told you, war gold, of course, and oil uh, are my top favorite, but we have to take some risks. And I think EV again is on an uprise and I think they may uh, do good. If you read the news, there are so many news and they are so uh, contradicting because you know that the EV is struggling, there is some problems in China, cars are getting up, they're dumping their prices, but the stock market is always ahead of things. A lot of these things is already calculated into the price. The question is how much and what is the upside? I don't know, I'm in the game, we will see how it will pan out. In general, uh, the week as such, there is not too many big news. It's Thursday will be the main news, but it will keep dripping. As I started the podcast, I told you that uh, the buy signals were still falling. Last week, I told you the numbers are getting very low, meaning that there's a huge chance for uh, a rebounds in the markets. That was some of the main argument why I thought Nasdaq would be green last week. This week, the uh, overall among all markets, and we're talking more than 30 markets, the buy signals went a little bit up from 22 to 24. But for the main markets like Nasdaq and New York Stock Exchange, Nasdaq went down from 19 to 17, so it's even falling more. And last time when I said just buy, 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 it was at 14, but 17, we are really getting good uh, close to a good buying opportunity. That buying opportunity may last for just a few days. It may last for several weeks. It's very, very hard to say. It is how things move because they can move very fast in just a few days and then get back uh, to overall negative position. I had a look at many, many charts this morning. Uh, I see so many nice candidates uh, out there for uh, picking, which I think will pick up because they are at the bottom of the trend. Go to stockinvest.us, type in your ticker, see how it is. How is it within the trend? If it's in the top of the trend, you can usually expect a sideways or a slight falling uh, movement. If it's a bottom of the trend, usually, usually, not always, but usually, usually it will move up. If it breaks the trend down, you should see more than 3% uh, uh, break through the trend with increase in the volume. That is like a confirmation that the trend is broken and you can expect a little bit different trend moving forward. But as I said, many of the stocks that I am watching is at the bottom of the trend. And that, in my world, brews for a good opportunity. 
I also had a look at the chart. Nasdaq is at the bottom of the trend. It's slightly moving upwards. But what I said last week, and I will repeat this week, is that the general picture of Nasdaq is slightly worse, simply because there is a major sell signal issued from the moving averages. So first we have to get back, uh, really back up uh, before uh, we can... I would say that we have to get up to at least 14,500 before we can say that we will continue inwards in the trend. Right now, it is moving upwards from the bottom of the trend. Uh, Nasdaq is currently sitting just around 13,590 points. And it should struggle around 14,000, 14,200. It should start to struggle a lot. That will be that main thing to follow. Will it then bounce back from there? break the good rising trend which has been in the first half of the year and continue downwards during the fall. Things are a bit uncertain as we speak, but for the week ahead of us, I believe it will be a green week. My mantra, go into old oil, go into gold and go into war because that is what seems to be the best choice uh, these days. Still remains and oil is up $1 last week to $81. I expect oil just to continue to push upwards as we speak upwards. When we mention or when I mention companies, uh, cash positions, balance sheets, most oil companies have insane good balance sheets. So it's an example of why I think uh, it's a part you should have in your portfolio. They will pay huge dividends uh, even if markets go south. And uh, if they go south, the stock price of the oil companies should probably fall, but less than the rest of the stocks. With some dividends, um, you may just come very well out. And depending how the price goes, because the price can go very drastically, very fast. We saw that last year. And I think still there is a good chance uh, for this to happen. I have a very high target uh, for oil, but we need that certain geopolitical mix for it to happen. Uh, meaning that the conflict in Taiwan has to increase and a few other things. Then we can see a super spike in oil price. Then, of course, the oil, price, the oil stocks will have a very, very nice development. Gold is just like a safe haven. Up $24 last week to $1,942. It was up hitting all-time high. Fell a little bit back, but it's still uh, around the $2,000 level. I think it's just a, a good place to be in uncertain times. The 10-year treasury yield, the one number that I tell you to keep watching, because if it goes up, markets will go down. Staying very high at 424 uh, was falling by less than half a percent last week, but I think it will just continue upwards. If not this week, then next week it will again start to push upwards. Now, uh, of course, we come to the part where we talk about the $1,000 challenge and how it's doing. Small recap, if you are a new listener, uh, from, uh, I have this podcast, it's the fourth year running the podcast, <clears throat> and over these years, for several years, I had a trading portfolio, which we were following, doing extremely, extremely well. But uh, I ended that uh, portfolio uh, more than a month ago, because I wanted to uh, rechange, start all over again, and I wanted to do 
a $1,000 challenge where I try to grow $1,000 as fast as I can. That was how I started my career. Maybe I was just lucky, but I started with much less than $1,000. It was actually close to $450 uh, back in the 90s. I did a certain uh, pattern of trading. I was bottom fishing, picking stocks that got hammered, uh, waiting for a rebounds, using that rebounds. That rebounds is usually, usually, usually one third or two third of the fall. So if you stick within one third, you usually do very, very good. It's just natural. You just need one thing that you have to follow is that when the stock falls, you want the last part to be on very high volume. That's a clear sign of a sellout. I used this strategy and it went extremely well for me back then. I wanted to repeat it to see if I can do it uh, now, so many years later. So I started that $1,000 challenge uh, and I started with Intercept. When I'm buying Intercept, I said that it was not maybe the best choice because it was a little early, but I got into Intercept. It was doing little profit then starting to fall. And as you know, we took it out of the portfolio last week to give room for uh, a new bet so we could try to get back. Intercept had, by the way, a good last week, and I think that they will just continue upwards. We were way too early into Intercept. But last week I said that, okay, we will try uh, Hawaiian Electric. All, all of you maybe know what happened in Hawaii with the huge fires. And it turns out that most of the fires were ignited by uh, power lines being knocked over by wind uh, with electricity on, causing a huge line of fires. I think it, I read somewhere it was at least three fires caught by that. Hawaiian Electric is one of the biggest companies in Hawaii. Everyone has their savings in Hawaiian Electric, but there is lawsuits ongoing. The question is how big they will be. Usually when you trade technical analysis, you do not care so much about the fundamental analysis. You just have to be a little careful uh, that you do not uh, go into some stocks who are doomed uh, for bankruptcy, chapter 11, etc. Now, I should have done my homework a little bit more, but assuming that Hawaiian Electric, being as big company as it is, uh, uh, would not be... Uh, in that uh, chapter 11 risk that it would be uh, either bail out or you know that it would uh, somehow smooth out so that huge fall from 50 dollars to um, down to uh, to 10 was uh, in my opinion a good time uh, to try get Hawaiian Electric for a rebounds uh, where it should bounce up. And looking at the chart, I can see that uh, there still is uh, upside potential, but it's such a risky game. I put on a 50% trailing stop loss on Hawaii. Uh, and I told you this portfolio is, uh, it's a super high risk portfolio where we stand to lose a lot, but we can also gain a lot. It's just how it is. We play very, very risky cards. I put a 15% trailing stop loss on Hawaii, but Thursday after markets uh, closed, there was a new downgrade on Hawaii. And when it opened the day, uh, it was down some 23%, I think. That caused uh, my 
stop loss not to be triggered and the order was cancelled the stop loss order was cancelled and of course i was doing uh, other things than paying attention to the stock market during uh, the evening so i got partially a small shock looking uh, at the evening i was looking at the stocks how they were doing today and i saw the huge price in hawaiian electric and not being sold so i sit on hawaiian electric uh, i will have to evaluate how i will get out of it currently 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 as we speak uh, and i will post this uh, i believe uh, the portfolio value now is around 690 meaning that we are just about 30 percent loss in total of the one thousand dollar which i was supposed to grow in such a nice way instead i've been chipping away in the hundreds and the question is how will we get back on the feet the first thing i will do is i will evaluate uh, hawaiian electric how i will play this game uh, because as it is, it's very, very volatile uh, and it just needs a little uh, fuse and it will get huge uh, upturn, easy $13, $14 as far as I can see from the chart. But it has to be that uh, right combination. So I think I will play the game like this. I will put the final stop loss at $9, uh, taking a major loss if it goes backwards and gamble that it will during the week driven by some good market in general and hopefully uh, some more stabilizing information around the company and the fire the last thing i saw was friday that uh, the, uh, the maui uh, government in hawaii said that um, the fire was caused by downed electric lines so that was the last thing so it can play out very negatively this morning with some bad news i do not know for sure but uh, nine we cut the loss very hard and then we will really have uh, to think what to get into and you wonder well is there other candles i saw many many good stocks watching the charts today if i remember uh, correct i think i saw starbucks uh, fortinet um, tesla uh, there, there was many many good pickup buys sadly uh, the portfolio now uh, only has a thousand dollars actually has less than a thousand dollars so i cannot do any, anything until i sell hawaiian electric i will try to uh, post on the youtube uh, comments how i'm playing what i'm seeing but still sticking into hawaiian simply because it was not sold fell too much that's the hard lesson of trailing stop losses uh, if a stock price open below a certain price uh, then you are doomed otherwise you have to see if your brokers offer pre-trade settings that it will be sold during pre-trade settings but pre-trade often moves too much in any sort of direction so you can really get bad triggered that uh, i think concludes uh, so far the one thousand dollar challenge there is nothing other to say than it's a total fiasco as we speak the question is will we be able to turn the keys and get this back on track or will i for the first time have to face the dirt we will see you just have to continue to following the podcast to know how it goes Usually at the end, uh, I try to give you a little insight, maybe it's some personal insights, things that I do. 
uh, or otherwise uh, keep you a little updated on things. And as you know, I'm building an automated trading boot. It's been summer right now. I had other things to do, uh, uh, trying to have a little holiday in between. Also doing my uh, huge pleasure of metal detecting. Was actually out uh, yesterday for a little trip. Found the coin, but nothing old. I uh, have to find a new field, so I cannot report anything very exciting from metal detecting last week. As you know, the week before, had a huge good time in Poland at the Napoleon fields. This week, I hope to uh, have a new shot. It's still a good time of the year for metal detecting. Actually, it's getting better as the harvests are being picked and the fields get open again for detecting. But back to the boot. Uh, I haven't had the time to uh, work so much on the boot. The boot you will find at getagraph.com is an automated trading boot which I made based on signals I made, which I'm currently just tuning and tuning. It's living its own life, uh, sell, life selling and buying by its um, preset uh, determines, which is of course the signals and some few settings. You can go to the page, uh, look for shark in the menu. You will find the automated trading button. There is a small video where you can see a little bit about it. The latest news, it is doing good. It's actually doing very good. As you know, the markets hit uh, the roof and been falling for many weeks, but the boot just went sideways. So it is currently doing what it is supposed to do. The biggest struggle is the uh, single item when you cannot day trade, that you fall into the day trading pattern. So I have a portfolio called Minimi with just a single stock. That one is not performing. I know how to fix it, but the general thing is that you cannot hit a day trading pattern, then you are being flagged and your account will be frozen. Maybe you already have experienced that yourself. Anyway, there is progress and uh, to reveal the latest things uh, is that finally the auto uh, trading now I'm trading on preset five tickers. You will find them on the page. Nvidia, uh, Lucid, Tesla, Microsoft and Apple. I think it is that I'm uh, auto trading. Uh, but the option to auto trade based on the absolutely best signal is coming. I already testing it. I just need to fine tune a few things before publishing. And in the very beginning of that part, I promised you that I will invite some of you to try the boot if you want uh, when we're getting closer and I'm actually getting closer. If you're really serious and you want to try for yourself, you can post a comment uh, on the YouTube video. Uh, and we'll try to get in touch because there is in a testing phase there is certain people which I would prefer rather than other. I cannot give everyone access because this is still beta. And as you know, I am just making the concept. Once it's really finished, I will wrap it up uh, uh, and I will have it properly developed by a developing team. That is the plan. Uh, but now it's working, it's ticking as it should. But uh, before you go big scale and you let people do it, you have to make sure that it's 100% hack proofable uh, so you don't end up in a bad, bad situation. But if you're very curious and you want to try, uh, try a paper trading account, you can leave a comment in the YouTube video uh, and maybe we'll get in touch, speak a little bit later and I might just open so that you can be one of the first testers. On top of this, there is a lot of other things uh, changing 
both on the main page, stockinvest.us, we're adding more tools. A dividend is coming out. A very nice screener is coming out where you can do a lot and a lot of selections to find your optimal trading list. Just keep an eye on it, go and visit it. Uh, and I believe the screener will be out very, very soon. Uh, and uh, more and more is coming. At Ketograph, which is my personal playground where I develop things, uh, trying to find the path which I think is the best for you and user because I have one goal and the one goal only is to make trading as easy as possible for you. Increase the profits, reduce the gains, that's the name of the game. And one of the ways to do it is try to make information as easy as possible. Find the right type of information which you can act on. Make your trading decisions better. If you do that, you are going to visit the pages. If you visit the pages, of course, that brings traffic. And if there is traffic, like Stock Invest became a huge success, well, then there is money in it for me as well. But foremost, uh, above everything, is trying to find the tools that can help you, the common investor, to do better decisions. And so far, the $1,000 challenge is not proving to be one of the decisions that you should follow, one of the information channels you should follow. I think I spoke about everything I wanted to speak about this week. We are at 29 minutes, meaning that we can round it up before 30. A new week is ahead of us. Uh, I believe it will be a green week. Uh, there is very, very fair chances for this, but do note that when signals are this low, it can go really fast downwards because that's the name of the game greed and fear how it works it was my very very first podcast ever speaking about greed and fear the main driving factors in the name of trading i always end the podcast uh, wishing you a super week and uh, indeed i do i hope that you will have a very very solid good week that will enrich in your life Enriching your portfolio, enriching your bank account, give you new knowledge, uh, give you new choice. And when we speak in just a week, that, of course, your portfolio will be greener than it was today. Until then, have just a super week. Bye.